because of the Bucks. I won because I picked the Bucks and Omega, two people I can't stand. <laughs> and you like them, and you picked against them. Your picks were not elite. Yeah, Mr. Chaos, boot to the face. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hatin' on me. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast, a one hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Who to the face, hook the leg, it's one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast, don't make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, start the show Welcome to the Boot to the Face Double or Nothing Review Show One of us was in attendance for it, so it'll be kind of a good, uh a good barometer of what it was like in the stadium and stuff going around it. But I'm Chris Rucker, along with Marty Vasquez. Marty, how the hell you been, man? Dude, I'm fucking exhausted. I'm not even going to lie. It, um, long week, dude. Uh, worked for the Memorial Day weekend. That's that's one reason why I can't ever do you know, AEW pay-per-views, because they decided, hey, all these basement dwellers, they, they, they can't, they don't work. We're just gonna we're just gonna do it on the holiday weekend when they can go, because all the other people work weekends and they can't go. I'm just kidding. I know a lot of people that were there that weren't basement dwellers, so I do apologize for you. This wasn't to aim at you. Those who were, you know who you are. Um, there was anyways. a couple of them there too. Oh, I know. Oh, <laughs> there's there's a few of them Hold there. on. Let's put it this way: We're watching the Jericho. We're watching the, the Stampede match, right? Yeah, and you know where you were standing where you got the video of them walking up, like literally right then and there. Right. Well, I was like, oh shit, that's where Chris is at. Let's see if we can see him right there real quick. And then we're walking by. I was like, nope, maybe Tom could be on scene. I'm like, well, maybe because they wanted the basement dwellers to be up more front and center, and that's why they didn't show him. They like, had oh. uh, the guy with the camera. I'm standing right there. Like if he just would have moved right, a little right bit in the center, more right? to the left. Yep. And film them, but instead he was filming like towards the ring. But if he would have been filming like towards where we were, like I was right there. Like yeah. the the security guard, we'll talk about it later. But the like security guard kind of told you, me where you, where you were standing. Look, you, like the security guard was to the left of you, right? The security guard was right in front of me. The little lady, oh, okay. with yeah. the cargo pants on or whatever her name was. I can uh, tell like where the little pod was that you were in. Cause, yeah, because like, like I can picture from like the angle where your camera was at. I'm like, the, yeah, uh, he's, he's basically right. the he's, steps he's that Jericho, the steps Jericho threw MJF down. If you just draw an imaginary line up the left side of those steps, I'm right there. So it's right. like an aisle way, and I'm right in front of the aisle. But the camera guy never shot. I was yeah, pissed, like they, too. They, they show that. Did you, have you watched it on the on the show yet? I haven't yet. Okay. But I could so see they, where they, he they, was shooting it at. Well, yeah, but they like they're fa- he's facing the, that whole that whole section of like where they blocked the people off. Yeah. But like when you can tell where you were at, like, that was just like a quick pan through. So yeah. I was like, oh, shit, I can't even see where he's at because it it's too fast. I got some um, stories, buddy. But, um, uh, no, man, other than that, like, dude, like from Friday through yesterday, I worked like 70-plus hours. Uh, dude, I'm exhausted. I'm not even going to lie. Like, it got to the point yesterday where I was like, I just want to go home. Gave me two days off. Just let me go home. Got home. Um, 
popped up with the bottle of whiskey. That was the first first thing I did. I said after you know my routine. It's funny because uh, I know like on eighty poop a couple weeks ago you guys talked about this and it kind of piped in. You know I got my routine when I get home. You know what I mean? I come home. Um, <clears throat> I you know I say quick hi to everybody while I'm walking in and I hang my keys up on my hook and then I take my boots off and then I go to my room, put my backpack down and then I go change and then come back. You know, did all that, came back. Grab my bottle of Breckenridge bourbon. Grab my WWE <laughs> whiskey glass. Sat it down on the on my patio outside, and I'm like, all right, "This this is what I'm doing right now." Um, I've been here for almost a year now, and I have like a outdoor, um, like patio screen, like patio, yeah. like shades covering. And I've had it for a year. I got them literally after we moved in, and I never put them up. But now it's like. About to be here for gonna the year's about to end. Gonna probably gonna be here for another year. So I'm like, I gotta get this shit done. So I got another set of blind uh, shutters or um, shades. Set them up. Got some like outdoor lighting underneath there now. Got some rack. Got a rack that delivered yesterday, so I put that together last night. Uh, I'm trying to make the patio just a little more of a like a place to kind of relax, you know? Yeah. And oh, dude, I just, and that glass of whiskey I needed so bad. It was so. It was probably one of the best classes of Breckenridge bourbon I've ever had. Yeah, fantastic. Other than that, though, it's been a great week. Just been really busy and exhausting. Yeah, it's. Uh, I I ain't been working three and a half weeks because I hurt my back, which I'm fine now. They're probably gonna clear me tomorrow, uh, so I gotta go back to work on Monday, <laughs> which I'm not looking forward to. Ring rust about to be a mother on that one. Um. You know, my job, I'm really active at my job. I've been trying to stay active at home. Excuse me. But I've also been eating like shit. And this weekend, you know, in Jacksonville, like, I did not eat nearly as well as I could have even tried to. Like, just awful eating habits. I was going to the gym, like, just doing cardio. I haven't been able to lift weights. I'm going to finally get back to doing that today. I'm going to the gym as soon as we get done here. As you see, I'm cracking open my fucking Zoa energy drink trying to... I'm tired. Like, we were up on 80 proof last night, and then we did the Zoom afterwards. And I had to wake up this morning and go to the dentist. And I'm like, I really want to go take, take a nap. If we weren't doing this right now, I'd be asleep. <laughs> um, but, yeah, did, did a lot of damage this weekend. So I got to get back into the groove of eating correctly and working out. You know, hopefully these next four or five days I can get physically active to where it's prepared me for being back at work. I just don't want to go back to work. I like my job, but... Laying around the fucking house for three weeks, getting paid. Like, I've only been getting paid like sixty-seven percent of my salary, but I'm I can manage. Like no wonder. I mean, nobody. Not, but the thing about it this way, you're not paying for gas to go to yeah. work. You're not paying for food for lunch or anything like that. You're not paying for that beverage. At, you know that that whiskey or stuff. You know whatever. You know. So I I totally get it, dude. Like it's yeah. last year when we were shut down for about four weeks, dude. I was getting paid, but still I'm like. I don't want to go back to work. I'm glad I did. Yeah. But still, I'm like, ah. Oh. And I was thinking about this yesterday. I'm like, fuck, I need a fucking vacation, man. Like, two days isn't going to be enough. I haven't had a vacation since, like, March. And even that wasn't a vacation. I just put, like, my days off together for, the like, two consecutive weeks. You know what I mean? But I have a vacation coming up next month uh, in June, in July. So, that, you know, 10 days off. At the tender, actually, I think I'm going to be taking, like, fucking almost 14 days off next month. And then I got, like, a long-ass vacation in October coming up. 
Uh, but, dude, I can't. Yeah, I need a time off. But you mentioned, like, last night, dude, was the first time I think I've gotten an entire night to sleep. The baby slept for, like, fucking 10 hours last night. Unless unless he woke up and I was just that dead tired where I didn't hear him and didn't get up with him. Uh, but that's the case, then, um, you know, Sarah took care of it and I appreciate that. But I don't, I didn't, I don't remember waking up at all to him waking up last night. And, like, the last week it's been, like, we, you know, I told you the other day, like, He's been asleep waking up like a lot lately after he was sleeping good. Well, dude, he fucking slept good last night, and I, I slept good. So I'm like, thanks, dude. I appreciate that. Get, you threw me a bone, and I appreciate it. But, no, you talk about eating right. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's going to be in the works here. I got to start, start eat better. I don't eat like crap because I don't really don't eat a lot. But when I do eat like crap, it's like the worst of it you know yeah but yeah. i don't know man i got i got i got five months i got five months to, to eat right eat clean bro eat clean this yeah five months. i'm uh this is gonna be th- this past week i mean it's not like i was walking around a bunch of adonises or whatever but you know for where we stayed <laughs> i was around the wrestlers a lot <laughs> i'm like <laughs> this is the last wrestling trip i go on where i'm out of shape like this <laughs> like this shit's never gonna happen again um it was. Can you? By the way, can you hear that going off in my background? Did, no. Did I, did, okay, you can't hear it. That's good because it's annoying. I got Discord on my computer and like the Cavino and Rich show is just like going off left and right, and it keeps. Even though I exiled of it, it keeps popping up and it's pissing. Wait, me there's off. a there's a Discord for, room for that? <laughs> Excuse me. Yes. There How do I not know this? I'll send you an invite after the show. Yeah, you need um, to send me the invite for eighty proof too because I don't have that one for some reason. Even though I clicked on it like five times last time. Jason. I thought you were in there. Um, no. If I am, it's not pulling up on my account. Okay. We'll, we'll hook you up with that one. Um, I did, yesterday, run across a whole set of uh, Elite 84s. So, I picked up the Roman, wreck everyone, and leave. Nice. Um, I saw the other ones in person. The Ripley one looks a lot better than I thought it did. Garza looks good, too. Garza's a really good figure. Fuck Garza. He's gonna be released I'm, next time. He's gonna be released on a on a on a on a, you know, on a Wednesday coming up soon. At some point. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't buy it. I'm just saying it's a good looking figure. Um, I got my uh, I got my Legends. Um, not is it Legends? The uh, the, the Macho Man. Finally got that one. Yeah, the Ultimate. The Ultimate Edition. Yeah, I finally came across that one the other day, and I almost the I guess, I don't think it's eighty four. It's whatever the one with the newest Finn Balor in it. Um, I almost I almost picked up the Finn Balor. Um, I didn't, but I definitely grabbed the Ultimate Macho Man. I've been looking for that one. I'm glad I finally found it. I got a notification today from Target that my Captain America will be here uh, pretty soon. Captain America, the Falcon, Captain America, not Captain America, <laughs> Captain America. So I had a customer the other day, right? And they're buying. I'm like, oh, you got your address? They gave me the street. They're in the street number. And they're like, Black Falcon's the name of the street. I'm like, what? Like, Black Falcon? And I just started laughing. And they're like, what? And I'm like, do you watch it? They're talking about other stuff. And, like, you know, comic, not really comically, but like, like pop culture, you know, like TV shows yeah. like that. I'm like, hey, do you watch, like, Marvel movies at all or Disney? And they're like, no, we don't. Like, oh, okay. Well, I had to give them the whole, you know, back synopsis of, you know, Sam Wilson and the Black Falcon. It's just Falcon. Like, yeah, I started to laugh. I was like, "This, that's good. That's good." I had, couldn't hold back on that one, even so though the I, guy had a, a hat on a Mickey Mouse golfing hat. I'm like, "You don't know Marvel? Come on, dude." 
Come on. I got the, at the Walmart the by my house. They don't have any elites on the pegs, right? But underneath the Walmart, shelf. Dude. No, no, no. Check this out. Underneath the shelf, 82, 83, and 84. They got two sets of all of them just lined up. But they're underneath the shelf. So if you're walking down and you see WWE supposed to be up here and you don't look down, you're not going to see them. That's probably like why they're, they're sitting the there for the longest. No, no, no. They're just like let's they're pushed push underneath the thing. So you can see the first row. Yeah. But you don't. But then when you like, but you got, I got to get down on my knees basically to look, and you get down, and it's just like there's ten on each row, just well, all I mean, the way. When you back. go to Walmart, you basically got to get down your knees for them to open up anything, anyways. But um, I don't know, and, man. When I go to Walmart, I become fucking Jacques Cousteau up in that bitch trying to find things. So they never have shit on them pegs. They had nothing but basics everywhere, and one Riho, and then Riho. and then underneath they had all the elites, and I was like, oh shit. Speaking Look at of this, Rio there's a there's there's a Roman. So I oh. grabbed the I grabbed the Roman. Uh, looked at the other ones. There, you know, there's really good elite figures out now. I'm ready for I believe 85 is the new Becky Lynch figure. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that'll be around soon. Doesn't 84 have the Sasha Banks in it, or is that the one? Is that does 83? That was 83. Okay, we still haven't got those yeah. yet. So, um, really? no nah, man. Speaking of Riho and AEW and figures, the real champion. Kyra, she just got a figure coming out, man. That, is, that shit looks good, time. too. It looks About fantastic time. from what I saw. Stinger's got a figure out, too. Oh, yeah? Uh, coming AEW? out. Yeah, AEW figure coming out. It looks They basically good. said, hey, hey, can we just buy that ultimate, the, the elite figure they were going to put out and then we'll just revise it to AEW? No, I, I wish because that <laughs> one they were supposed to come out with was fucking dope. But this one looks good. You Look the pictures up. It looks it looks really good. Um. Let's get into some some news. We we kind of touched on it. Well, this won't be a long show. We'll get into some news and we'll talk about you know, double or nothing and what I saw in Jacksonville. Uh, the news that just broke yesterday, like good timing on us doing this show today. WWE releases again. Uh, the biggest name on there, literally Braun Strowman, uh, Alistair Black, Lana, Murphy, Buddy Murphy. Ruby and Riot, Ruby Riot, and Santana Garrett. Did I miss anybody? Nope, that's it. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I don't care about anybody on the list. Except, I mean, honestly, you know, we, we're Santana Garrett fans. Good for her though. Like, she finally will get. We'll get to see her on TV somewhere. Probably. She said it's time to shine and capitalize the word shine in it. So hopefully she doesn't go. I back hope she doesn't go back to shine. Yeah, because I don't, don't know how to watch to that. Shine. Um, go, don't do that. Come on, Santana. Like, we want yeah. you to go forward. Don't go backwards. But, you know, the rumor going around is that everybody's trying to piece everything together. And they're saying they think WWE's for sale because they're getting rid of all this overhead. They've had record-breaking gains. You know, I just read something. that Somebody said Vince bought an $8 million house out in California, which he's never lived out of Connecticut since he's been owner of WWE. Um, you think there's any truth to that rumor? What do you think it would look like if WWE got sold to NBC? I saw something the other day that's like only a matter of time and had had uh, had Mickey Mouse next to Vince. Yeah. Oh, God. Don't even go there. That ain't happening. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't think it's selling. There's no way. And, and what, There's no way. Unless they offered him like a fucking $100 billion. There's no way. Then, then what's the point of always like Braun Strowman? We don't. Well, I don't like Braun. I don't know if you do or not. Um, I don't mind, but I used to love Braun. Um, like when he first got out of the the Wyatt family, I used to love Braun until like the last maybe year. 
it's just been like, dude, you're annoying the fuck out of me. Uh, but I mean, he he's the perfect body type for Vince. He's the perfect well, wrestler. From what I, the, everybody from says Vince I saw likes. like it, it might lead to what you're saying, but when they came to release some budget cuts, he's got a fucking massive ass budget. And, or, I mean, he, pay, or massive ass salary. But and with that, like we talk who about goes size, to see Braun though. When you want size and everything like that, you only can do so much. You know what I mean? So why are you going to have somebody who can only do, who's limited to what they can do making that much money when you can give money to people who are going to do more? Like, who knows? Say we get rid of him and they bring somebody else who's even bigger and badder and does more than him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like even Marie. For the price they pay him. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. But, like, the I'm not, I'm not surprised that Santana, like I told you, like we talked last week. I wake up every Wednesday. I wake up seeing and, and wondering if she's going to be on that list, you know, just because they haven't used her at all, with the exception of putting over like four talents in the two years she's been there, uh, and she deserves better than that, you know. Um, and I hope she goes somewhere else and we can actually see her on TV or even in ring. That's what you know. Just I don't even care. I can't see her on TV all the time, but if I could see her in ring somewhere, that would be fantastic. But the rest, like Ruby Riot, it doesn't surprise me. It surprises she, I mean, me. I, she hasn't been on TV in forever. She was when she I guess she had the little thing with Lon, well, back when she was got back together with Liv, which is interesting. Who ever thought that Liv Morgan would have been the last of the, of the Riot Squad to still be on the roster? I did. Have you looked at him? Uh, well, fair enough. But at the beginning, you would never thought she would have been the one that outlasted them. I uh, mean, the the Ruby Riot thing. Like everybody loves her from the Indies and all that, right? The whole Lovelace or whatever her name was on the Indies. I never saw it. Wrestling in WWE, like I didn't think she was as good as everybody else thought she was. When uh, Liv came back and Liv changed her character around and started showing that she could actually wrestle, I was like, "Oh, okay, so she's not just like really hot; like she can wrestle." So I thought when they put the Riot Squad back together, it was just like, "Fuck!" Yeah. Like, why would you do that to her? Like, you changed her character, you got her in a stupid ass storyline with Lana. Speak a stupid ass storyline. Lana was always in a stupid ass storyline. Um and then you just put her back with the ride squad. And then they never win the tag titles either. Like, <laughs> by the way, there's only two women's tag teams on the WWE main roster left right now. Yeah. Like, it's 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 incredible, like, what's happened. I think there, I, I saw a graphic. There's only seven active women on SmackDown's roster right now. Seven. Um, I, I don't understand the, I don't understand the Ruby Riot cut. The one that puzzles me the most, on top of Braun, is the I, I per, and I, I probably going the same route as Alistair Black. Yeah, like they built him up so much over the last like two months, and the fact they interjected him in the Intercontinental match a couple weeks ago, <laughs> and for like caught us through with Big E, who's been one of the biggest names on the roster for the last year, and I'll, it's like what the fuck, like what the hell happened there, and then. With the rumors and the and the things that they saw, you know, Zelina Vega uh, at the performance center within the last few weeks uh, to film stuff. So, okay, so you just you know, I don't know, man. It's just like what the fuck. It makes imagine no sense. imagine being a fan that was at home one Friday night and you turn on SmackDown and you watch this title match with Big E and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and Apollo, right? And you're getting into it. And you're like, man, I ain't watched WWE in forever. These guys are cool. This is a good fucking match. And then Aleister Black comes out and costs Big E the title. 
and you see Alistair Black, and you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Now I got to tune in next week. And you tune in next week, and the motherfucker's fired. Like, well, no, he's nowhere the, to be you, found. Tune in next week, he's not even on TV. And then the yeah. week after, he's gone. And he's nowhere to be found, right? And then you're like, you know, you're not behind the scenes. You don't know all this shit, like, that he got cut and all that. So you, you tune in, and you're like, well, shit, I guess I'm never going to get a payoff. I guess I'm done. Like, it, it feels like there's no planning going on with WWE right now. Unless it's like they plan out a couple really big storylines. Like, I feel like Roman Reigns' storyline right now gets a lot of attention. And I feel like Drew McIntyre is getting a lot of attention. And everything else is just kind of like whatever happens, happens. Like, just right for the next week or so. Yeah, that's basically. Um, I was kind of surprised by the Murphy you know, I really didn't expect him to go, especially when he had a big storyline for the, you know, most of the last six months. Uh, but, you know, obviously they haven't used him much at all in the last month or so. But even then, he was someone that was like that was actually performing on, on a consistent basis. But, yeah, Aleister Black, the fact they had him in, the, like, starting a feud with a big name. Just, it, I don't know. It, like you said, there's no, there's no plan. There's no rhyme or reason to what they're doing at all. Um, it's just it's ridiculous, and it, you know Lana. I'm sure she was unhappy with what she was doing, but at the same time, she's getting paid. I I'm sure that you know I don't know backstage, I don't know any of that, but I'm sure some of it with Miro came into play as well. Um, who knows? Maybe some of that came into play with Alistair Black and Zelina Vega. Who knows? Uh, but I definitely think that Lana being let go was probably had to do with with more Miro. Than anything else, I would imagine, just because out of all the women on the roster, she's been on, she's been highlighted on TV more than almost every other, unless they're in the main title picture. She's been the one that's been highlighted more than most of the other people, outside of like the main contenders that were fighting for the championship. Lana had the big longest storyline going for like the last five months. I mean, I don't want to like completely shit on Lana because I like Lana. First off, like. Anytime Lana was on TV, I paid attention because you always felt like no matter what they did with Lana, like she was buying into it and like Mm -hmm. trying her hardest for it. And then she started working really hard wrestling and got really better at wrestling. But when it came to just putting her in a one-on-one match against somebody, it was never believable. You know what I mean? Like when she wrestled Nia Jax, like you knew what it was going to be. When her and Naomi would team up, you knew they were never going to win the title. You knew she was never going to win money in the bank. Like, it was always fun to cheer for, but it was never believable just because she wasn't as good in the ring as everybody else. I agree. Um, and when you look at the list of, like, active female roster, uh, female talent, she's definitely the least least talented one on that roster still. But, and it leads me up, too. Like, there is so much talent on, the, on NXT's female roster that they've got to be pulling up some of these women at some point. There's just I mean, so much. They're cutting people from NXT too, though. <laughs> yeah, but the people on NXT they're cutting are people that are haven't made it on on TV. Yeah, um, you know what I mean. Like, there's so much talent there. I mean, let me just <clears throat> let me just run down the ones that have actually like been highlighted over the last six months, you know, or even been on TV. You got Aaliyah, you got Candice LeRae, uh, Cora Jade. Starting, I've, I've seen some things with her popping up, but not much. Dakota Kai, Amber Moon, um, <clears throat> let's see, Indy Hartwell, Io. Casey, Caden, Marina Schaefer. I, I'm surprised she still even has a. She's even there, but isn't she? I think she's married to somebody on the roster. I don't know. Yeah, she's um, married to uh, uh, not Bobby Fish. What's the other one? 
Um, damn it! Why am I losing his name? Kyle O'Reilly. No, is she's no. married to Roddy. Yeah, Roddy. She's married to Roderick Strong. That's her. Uh, I, didn't, I thought I knew. I was yeah, they got kids and everything. Oh, I didn't know she was married to him. Interesting. Got it. Um, anyways, but you got you know Mercedes Martinez, Raquel Gonzalez, uh, Shotzi, Tegan, Tony Storm, Zia Lee. You know, I mean, I mean, but but they got you a name, large you, roster. You name but, all those people, but only a few of them I could see on the WWE main roster. And exactly, being like that's players. what I'm saying. Though a couple of them come up to the main roster, and then you yeah. build up the rest of them to continue down there. I don't think Candice like, LeRae like, will ever be on the main roster because, oh, she's married to Mr. NXT. And I, I mean, Candice is good. I, but like Caden, like I love watching Caden on NXT, but I couldn't see her on Raw, like no. going one on one with Nia Jax or Shayna Baszler or Charlotte, right? Like, correct. There's a there's a step up onto the main. But there roster. there are some that on are on there that I can see being on there. Um, at times, I can see Dakota Kai being there. I can see Ember Moon being back on the main roster. I don't really want her there, but I can see her being there. Io Shirai can, is, should be there. Uh, I think Mercedes Martinez and Raquel Gonzalez will eventually be there. Raquel uh, definitely. Tony Storm and Zia Lee. Zia Lee at times I think could be there. But Tony Storms, I think Tony Storm will be there. Hell, they fucking brought Rhea Ripley. Why wouldn't they bring Tony Storm up? I don't. I don't know. There's just. I there's, think uh, if you add five or six of those those women on the NXT roster to the main roster, and you bulk up your women's division. Yeah, I think Zia Lee needs like another year or so, like on her run. In agree, that's why I said. Like, times. I definitely think she needs a, a title run. Right. I'm not saying put the belt on her now. I'm saying keep this character going. Like, I'm I'm loving what they're doing with her. She's got to start wrestling in a little longer matches instead of squashes, which she's wrestling Mercedes at the next pay per view. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, before we before we go to break, since we were talking about Santana Gary, there's a little controversy this week with her uh, on Memorial Day. I don't even know if you know about this or not because you're looking like you don't. She posted a, a little Instagram video and then ended up deleting it. It was. She was on the on the boat with her husband, clearly like partying. Right. She was like, "Look at all the flags." That's what the caption said. There was there was no, from what I saw, there was no anything from her, like verbally. It was just like it was a caption that said, "Look at all the flags on Memorial Day." Remember, blah blah blah. So she started zooming in on these boats as they were driving by. Some of the boats had like "fuck Biden" on there, and like the Blue Lives Matter flags and shit like that. And some of the boats just had regular usa flags so of course all hell breaks loose and everybody starts saying she's maga and a horrible person and the whole nine now there's 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 things to consider with just labeling somebody <laughs> like a shitty person right like one me and you are big santana fans i've never seen her post anything political or say one way or the other like which way she goes so you got to give somebody the benefit of the doubt with that. Two, she literally posted on there, look at all the flags for Memorial Day. And she zo- she didn't just zoom in on the fuck Biden and the Blue Lives Matter one. She zoomed in on the boats as they were driving by. Some right. of them had them on. Three, it's fucking Florida. What'd you think was going to be out there for flags on the boat? But everybody's like in her. I didn't see all the comments because she deleted the post and like turned comments off of her last couple but then i've seen people like tweeting out that you know first off we got tagged in a couple of them which i saw but 
in my eyes, like, I don't know, like, is she whatever? And and then who who are people to just be like, okay, so if she does, like, say, fuck Biden, that makes you a bad person? Right. And I'm just going to be honest, like, okay, fuck Biden, does, that makes you a bad person, all right? Um MAGA, say, that it's like you know, MAGA makes you a bad person. In, well, yeah, interesting, that does. That I, does. not really, but yeah, usually, usually that part does. Okay, I mean, I don't know, but just because you you know, it's whatever. Um, Black, Blue Lives Matter doesn't make you a bad person. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, that um, kind of does too. If that's your answer to people saying black people shouldn't be getting killed by cops, that, that's not the first what thing talking. you say. That's that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, well, that that's, that's not what, what it means to. though. Nah, I mean, I guess in some parts it does, but not always. Um, I, I got a lot of police officer family members and friends, so I don't. I don't well, you're in California, always. also. I think I think the meaning of it where you are and the meaning of it exactly. Where I that's am what are two I'm saying. Things. That's that's yeah. not what it means everywhere. That's what I'm trying to say. Like that's not necessarily you know just because you that, that doesn't necessarily mean you, you know if it's fucking you walking around saying KKK, you're a shitty person no matter what you say about it. That that that's boom. You're instantly that means you're a shitty person. You know, I don't know, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's so stupid. I'm glad I didn't see any of that because I probably would have been irritated. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're to the point in social media now where people don't even have to say anything. They just have to, it could have been an accident. It could have been on purpose. Maybe that's how she felt about it, but like nobody knows. And she just autom like you have all this history of being like right down the middle right. like she is and not like going one way or the other and you post one video with no context in it and everybody just says, oh you're shitty yeah like not even she, like never even a post of like hey what are your thoughts on or what which what are you know with this or how are you leaning towards this like never like never polls or anything like that yeah that's i don't know people um, are ridiculous people will do whatever they have to to shit on whatever whoever they want it's I saw a thing the other day where people were trying to cancel fucking Robert Downey Jr. for you know it's fucking fuck people man people are stupid. Can we just talk wrestling now? Well, let's go to break and then when we come back we will talk wrestling. Welcome back, boot to the faces, double or nothing review, and we got a lot to cover. Marty, I drove down to Jacksonville this week, and let me let me tell you what happened to me. I kind of talked about this last night on Eighty Proof. We'll talk about it here on Boots to the Face because this is a wrestling podcast. We were staying at the Crown Plaza Hotel by the airport. Woke up Saturday morning, saw an ant in the bathroom. Okay. Then I saw another ant. Now, you know, I don't know if you know anything about ants, but when you see two of them, that means there's, there's probably a, a lot more around. Yes. So I come out of the bathroom and I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. And right across like where the carpet meets the tile, there's like a hundred fucking ants. <sighs> They weren't there when we got there, right? So my wife packs up everything within like 20 minutes while I'm downstairs, like telling the people, like, hey, we got fucking ants. And this is a good hotel, by the way, like Crown Plaza, Jacksonville. Nice hotel. It was like four out of five stars, the whole nine. So tell them they move us. The only room they had open was either right next door to it or right underneath it. And I'm like, well, fuck. So we go underneath thinking. You know, if we get off the same floor, maybe we're good. Right. Check the room like crazy. Uh, Lysol, everything. Wake up the next day. More fucking ants in the bathroom. What the fuck? So now, 
I'm not so nice when I go downstairs and I kind of lose my shit. Um, we met up with a lot of the guys from the ad free show stuff with Conrad, uh, hoop and David Kyle and Tim and Efren and, uh, Paulie B. Well, who like Paul hosts all the shit Mm -hmm. for Conrad, right? Met up with him, um, at Dave and Buster's and rebel came through and like talked and hung out with everybody. And they were telling me that, you know, the, what hotel they were at, the Marriott is where the wrestlers were. I probably shouldn't have said that, but they're leaving Jacksonville anyway. So who cares? Um, so I woke up and I called the Marriott to see if they had any rooms. They did. So we, you know, long story, short story long, we ended up leaving one hotel. We got comped because they had ants. So, Big time discount on that, which I, I liked for that minor inconvenience. Had to move to the Marriott. We walk as I'm walking in, who do I see? First person I see walking out, Big Swole. And I'm like, all right, act normal. Like you're about to see <laughs> this shit a don't, lot. Don't fangirl out right now. Right, you're about to see this shit a lot. I walk into the lobby, there's fucking uh Brandy, she's pregnant as I don't know what. Britt Baker's walking around. Jake the Snake, I swear to God, we ate at that lobby hotel cafe three times. Jake the Snake was there every fucking time. <laughs> um, just like coming down, having his food, and then going back up. Like yeah. he, he was polite with everybody, taking pictures and shit with people. Uh, our room wasn't ready, so we go sit in the car, and then your boy Eddie Kingston comes out. And he's couldn't, like... You just couldn't do it, man. Look, Do it for the like, people. I do it for The Rock. Goodbye. <laughs> I, I did it for Moxley. I did it for the people. Watching this was so funny. He was outside. He like kissed his woman goodbye, uh-huh. and then he just sat. Oh, outside. she dropped him off. Figures he'd no, be no, like no, that. they can't. He'd they be can't. like that. He looks like that guy who get dropped off by his girlfriend while she go to work. No, they were in the hotel. She was leaving because we checked in the day of the show. Right, right. Um. So they were all like getting on the bus and shit. Right. Hey, babe, and you got a couple bucks so I'd go to get some lunch at McDonald's afterwards. And he literally sat outside, and everybody that walked by, he would, like, yell their name and go up to him and start talking. He's like that kid outside of school. Yes, It was actually – I actually started liking him the 20 minutes I was sitting there, and he had a Knicks jersey on. I was like, Eddie Kingston ain't Everything you're saying is exactly how I picture his light ass. Because the like, first like, person he know, saw was you're not Miro! You're from a, you're, you're you're from a different place than I am. Like, I come from a small town, right? And there's only one grocery store in town. So whenever you go back and go run the grocery store, there's always that one guy there. It's like, oh, Marty, what's up, yeah. bro? It's been forever. Boy, he's got a tall, hand, tall boy in his hand. That's fucking Eddie Kingston. Yep. Smoking a cigarette, hugging everybody as they came out. Um, So we get checked in. Go get the luggage and shit. We go get on the elevator. The elevator opens up. Here comes fucking Christian walking off the elevator. Like, it was crazy how much, like, I mean, it's just a hotel, right? They're just walking around. So I tell myself, I'm like, look, you're almost 40 years old. Like, don't be asking these fucking people for pictures and shit. Like, they're not at work. Now, if we were at the arena, I could see it. But, you know, they're at a hotel. So it's pretty much their home you for the you night. You want to get the Sasha Banks treatment? No. So as I'm on the elevator, Darby Allen comes walking through. And I hear, Darby! And I'm thinking, there's a little like, kid in please, here. Please be, please be with Sting. Please be with Sting. Please. No, be with Sting. no, no. I'm thinking there's a little kid in here. The way that person just screamed Darby Allen's name. This guy was 40 years old, at least. Was it? Was a hoop? Was hoop hanging out with you at this point? <laughs> no, no. Um, and then I noticed these guys were just chilling in the lobby. And every time a wrestler would walk by, 
they would scream for him and go take a picture, which is one reason I didn't fucking do it because right. you didn't want to. Uh, those. Yeah, I get you. And then no you, know, you don't bother the people. And then, like when you make eye contact with them, you can tell that they know that you know who they exactly. are, and they're just like, they're just like, eh, I'm just trying to get my shit done. And you don't want to bother them. Like, I'm really mad at myself that on Monday I didn't get a picture with Tony Khan because we were having lunch with uh, Tim and his wife Angel. We were sitting at the place where we said we saw Jake the Snake mm-hmm. and Britt Baker's in there, and she's got a big bottle of Grey Goose. And her and Tony Khan and like a couple other people go to their little boardroom. And he walks past us like eight, nine times, like within touching distance. First off, to have that much money and be dressed like a bum the way he was really bothered me. Like his it's, shoes weren't tied. It's like Adam Sandler, bro. Have you seen that just, meme with Adam Sandler? That's just really going around for like the yeah, last that's week what Yeah, so. that's what he looked like. He had on like some beat up sweats and like some old ass Adidas that weren't tied up. His fucking hair was everywhere. Well, that's why he's wearing sunglasses. The rich stay rich by 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 living like sheep. You know what I mean? And he kept, in all honesty, like every time he would walk by, because he was he was by himself almost every time he walked by us. He was looking over there like he wanted us to say something because he kept looking over there. So we all like, hey, how's it going? And that was it. Acknowledge me. Right? Acknowledge me. I thought about it on the drive home. I was like, why wouldn't I take a picture with Tony Khan? Yeah, like, why wouldn't I be like, like hey, man, can I get a great. picture? And then you tell the pop, hey, you ever want, if you ever want to let us interview your people, we're boots to face. <laughs> yeah. Talk about 40 years. Talk about a, we could have been, we could have become the official AEW podcast. I would give up that. I would give Talking WWE to be the official AEW podcast. Just saying. I mean, yeah. If we I got would pay, too. Tony Khan pay, I, I'm down. Quit my job if right now. If we could just get all the wrestlers on, I'd quit, quit talking my job, WWE. Quit my job right now if that was the case, dude. Um, you just give away our opportunity. You better get your ass back to Jacksonville. I know, right? Um, I know what hotel they're at now. <laughs> so the day of, we go down to the bar and we're meeting up with everybody because we're all going to ride over there. Hoop's going to drive. I'm drunk as I don't know what. Um, we're all sitting there having a good time. And Dave, Dave and Kyle, he's a big uh, <clears throat> Thunderosa fan. Mm-hmm. And he goes into the Rebel happy hour and talks shit about Rebel and Britt Baker and how much better Thunderosa is than them. So these two people come down and they got Britt Baker shirts on and Dave like he's talking shit they're talking shit but it turns out these are Britt Baker's parents and they couldn't have been cooler like they're you know we're bannering back and forth and shit next thing you know there's shots of fireball sitting in front of everybody that they bought we're all in there chanting DMD at Dave and shit like that so I saw the post the other day and you said that the a guy that was with you was talking shit to like her brother yeah that was Dave. Yeah, that was Dave, oh, like, shit. fucking with her. Fantastic. I want to think it was her brother, or maybe it was a ch- I can't remember if they said it was her brother or a childhood friend. Oh, uh, but- fantastic. Yeah. I was, I was expect. I thought, I was thinking it was, like, some random guy that had no, 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 no. Guys. Oh, it was shit. Dave. That makes it even when funnier I, now. When I said talking shit, I didn't mean, like, being an asshole. I mean, like, it no, was No, I know what you like, meant. Was, like, you, yeah, like, yeah. Just, like, yeah, I, like, rusing kind of thing. I, I knew what you were right. talking about. And so, uh, so they bought everybody around, and the funny thing is, when we got back, as we were walking into the hotel, they were walking in. Also, they were getting dropped off. The dad gets off like high fiving me, and a, he's a angel hugs him and whatnot. Yeah, and nice. by the way, remind me to talk about COVID uh, about this. But so you know that was fun. That was a good little interaction. We get back to the hotel, and my wife is like, I gotta go upstairs, and I can't remember if she had to change her contacts or something. We were all going back to the bar, and I look up, and the elevator's closing. And it's just Leanne and fucking Miro on the on the elevator. 
She's like, he was so polite. She said he didn't really like do anything. I asked him what floor he I wanted. He I told saw. Me. I, I saw that uh, that program with, with with Miro in the hotel. <laughs> Is that why she was limping when she came? <laughs> Fuck! I gotta talk to her about this. Um, but yeah, it was just like little crazy interactions like that to where. It's you know so like hey hey Lynn, ten, do you know what the accolade is? Just wanted to just, just tell me yes <laughs> or no. <laughs> ten fifteen years ago, Rucker would have flipped out about being <laughs> in that hotel with all those people. But I'm a little older now; like it ain't as important as it used to be. But no, at but the same time, it was still if cool. If Sting was in there walking by you five six times, you probably would have fucking need to go change your shorts. Oh no, we would have got a picture with Stinger. Uh, I go to the gym the day of. No, fucking... no, no, young man. I remember you from from New York. Yeah, we had to shut like down the line because of you screaming. Yeah, uh, I go to the gym and fucking Luke Gallows is in there working out with me. Uh, it was fun. Bagging. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun, That's awesome, man. dude. Sounds like a damn good time. Uh, um, you guys as far as gonna... go ahead, as far as COVID goes, like there was no COVID in Florida. Nah, I mean, we're fully vaccinated, right? We're fully vaccinated. So the mandate says that, you know, Two if weeks you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear the mask. So we get right. there and we're wearing a mask everywhere we go. And we're noticing that nobody else is wearing one. And I'm, I tell you, I'm like, we're fucking vaccinated. And she's like, yeah, just fu- we'll wear, we won't wear it in the stores. We got so fucking comfortable. We didn't even wear masks at the fucking event. Yeah, like I, uh, with fifty five hundred people there, we didn't wear a mask. Nobody was fucking it, wearing a mask. Like I'm two weeks out. Two weeks from today, I'll get my second shot. Yeah, uh, I ain't gonna wear a fucking mask ever again unless I, I absolutely, uh, absolutely, absolutely have to. And I will. I will respect that by going. To, I'll have it on me. Yeah, if I go places that you have to or something. Right, right. But like, dude, we went to Arizona a couple weeks about a month, about a month and a half ago, two months ago, and because we went to go visit my fam, my parents and stuff, and went to like this little ghost town. You know, they had, like, shops there, and people, it's like a little tourist, like a little ghost town, you know what I mean? There was fucking, there there wasn't COVID there. Like, I know my, my, my parents, I think my parents had their mask on, and they got vaccinated like, the next day. Um, Sarah had her mask on a little bit, the boys had theirs. I said, fuck it, nobody else is wearing this shit? I don't fucking care. We went outside in the middle of fucking desert, about yeah. 30 minutes from the closest city. There ain't nothing out here. Fuck that. There's donkeys walking around the street right now. Yeah. You think I care about COVID? No. Let me just fucking breathe right now. It was fantastic. That was like, dude, that was the only time being able to like walk around and like, and nobody had, nobody was making like walking in the store. They weren't saying nothing. One, because of the stores, they're just happy people are in their fucking little town. Right. Um, but it was just so nice, dude. It was, it was like, this is what we should be. And I can't wait for it to get back to that. I took, so I'm uh tomorrow is my last uh, therapy session. And then I talked to the doctor to get cleared to go back to work. Before that, I'm going to get a COVID test because it's mm-hmm. been five days since we were at the thing. Just for the hell of it, right? One week since you looked at me. Um, if I don't have COVID after being around all those people, that fucking Pfizer vaccine works. Right. Because I tested the shit out of that vaccine because I was all over without a mask. And it just felt, it felt good. It just felt, like I said last night, just raw dog in air. Like, it felt so when good to just, it feel good. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it feels, it felt so good to just breathe without that fucking mask on. And to just like talk to people, like everybody that we met up with down there, like you would go to shake their hand. They're like, no, nah, give me a hug. And I'm like, whoa, what? And think about it. You're like, well, fuck. Bring it in. Like, I ain't, I ain't hugging anybody I, in a while. I ain't hugging anybody that ain't my family yeah. in a year and a half. Bring that bitch in. Fucking, I got hugs to pass out. What's up? <laughs> I'm hugging everybody. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, like, I'm not going to lie. I may still wear my mask occasionally at work, 
just because they can't see my facial expressions, and sometimes I enjoy having that mask on. Yeah, you are so going like, to have to work on that now you're, you're because not, you're you've been able to hide me, it. You're not seeing me cuss you out underneath this this fucking mask right now. Right. Like, can I wear can I wear just glasses too? Because I don't want to see me rolling my eyes at you. Uh, well, we were at Dave and Buster's, sitting at the bar waiting on Rebel to get there. Um, fucking Sean Spears and Peyton Royce walk in, and they just go sit at the bar, have dinner. I don't. I didn't see anybody fucking with him because we were all like, "Is that is that what we think it is?" It's like, "Is that Peyton Royce and Sean Spears?" And we're looking over at them, and they're just in their own element, like nobody bothering them. And I don't know. I just it's it's funny to see shit like that because I haven't seen stuff like that since I was in high school when I lived in Kennesaw and like all the WCW wrestlers lived around there. Mm-hmm. And I go to Publix and Kevin Nash would be there, fucking Scotty Riggs and Buff Bagwell. Like you haven't seen stuff like that in so long. So I imagine for younger fans that were around there it was pretty cool to see just all of those like big name people there i'm trying to think who uh your boy scorpio scott scu rode together they were nice. all leaving together he was outside the the, mor- the next morning and uh i had some fresh pair of jays on i wanted to like walk right in front of him to see if he would say something like <laughs> that i might i'm minding my business just i mind my business we got in my car and left and uh yeah, man, it was it was fun. Um, we'll take another quick break, and then when we come back, we'll actually talk about double or nothing. Because I don't know if you got anything to do today, but I need a nap and I go to the gym. So we <laughs> will uh, come back and talk double or nothing on boot to the face. Welcome back. It's the double or nothing episode of Boot to the Face. Chris Rucker and Marty Vasquez, and we actually had a pay per view with fans in the house. Marty, you watched it. How'd you think the production and everything came off with an actual packed house again for the first time? Oh, man. Since? I loved it. I loved it. The one thing I would say, the fact they did have so many fans there, I thought I thought it would have been better had they got away from the wrestlers side of the side of the ring. Because mm-hmm. then you know you have the the produced reactions. Yeah, and that took away from some of those matches, like when they go towards the the. Um, the, the divider and everything like that when they're over there on the side of the ring and you just have all these product produced reactions and facial expressions and yelling. It's like, you have all these fans who are actually doing this naturally yeah. that you could have put there and you're going to ruin this spot with these people, like with other wrestlers. <clears throat> I don't know. It's that kind of annoyed me, but as far as like the production of the show, the matches, man, I thought this was a damn good card and I thought it was a really good pay-per-view. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. Not even, not even in the slightest bit was I disappointed. Um, some some outcomes, yes, but the mat, or the pay per view, yeah. the card, the production. Um, I thought it was fantastic. It was great to see fans there. Uh, even when you had people in the in the stands, you know, when they had Jericho and MGF were in the in the walking down there. Um, I don't know. I I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was fantastic to me. I uh I love Daly's place. Daly's place was perfect. Um, obviously they're gonna want to do bigger arenas, but if you've never been there to watch something, I encourage you to go. My wife was freezing cold the whole time because they they have all these fans everywhere, like these big ass ceiling fans and industrial fans. So I'm wearing all black, and everybody's at the bar like, dude, you're gonna be so hot. It's Florida shit. My wife was going to buy a Big Show T-shirt. Just so she could have something to cover up with, because she had shorts on. She was like, "It is fucking freezing up." I loved, 
I love everything about Daly's Place. For 5,000 people, it was still spread out. Um, it was fun to interact with other fans. Like, I only was mad at, like, one guy there that was, like, well, it was two of them. <clears throat> All right? They were, between the two of them, they, you remember the tag team, the, the Colossus, Kongs or whatever? You probably don't. You didn't watch WCW. All right? They could have been the natural disasters. They could have been Earthquake and Typhoon. God. Right? And they were sitting next to you guys? They were sitting in front of us. They were Ugh. in seat. They were in row one. We were Which in. Row, they they were, were in row A. And smelly. They were in row one. We were in row five. Okay. Um, but they were directly in front of us, and two things annoyed me. One, we were in the concourse section, so we were like the second level, mm-hmm. but we were far enough back to where your sign doesn't matter. And this guy kept standing up, putting his sign up, and I had to start chanting, "We can't see. Sit your ass down." <laughs> and <laughs> And he turned around and kind of looked at me. So next time he stood up, his buddy like tapped him on the shoulder and was like, hey, man, put the sign down. They can't see, which I appreciate. Yeah. The other thing they did was every two count, you know, everybody goes, two. They would go, Duval, because you're in Jacksonville. And they would like giggle like little schoolgirls and be like, no, we got to say it on the count of three. And I'm like, you're 40 something. Like, no, you don't have to do that. And it was just, it was annoying. And then the one guy kept, when Britt Baker's match was out, he just got real creepy. He's like, that's my boot thing. And we've been together. To, like, in his mind, they were dating. Oh, shit. I'm like, I'm like, dude, she's with Adam Cole. He's like the size of your thigh. I don't think I don't think you fit the type of person that she likes. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> um, but other than that, like, there was two younger guys next to me. And listening to them talk about Sting, like, during his match, I thought was cool. <clears throat> One of the guys was, like, freaking out. He's like, I never thought I'd get to see Sting wrestle before. This is, And it was cool to to hear a younger person like go through all the shit that we did when we were younger, you know what I right. mean? Like, they had to be in their like teens or twenties or whatever, but I was drunk, uh, breaking news, drunk as hell. <laughs> so everything was fun to me. Serena Deeb and, and Riho. So good. The I, that's perfect the only match. match they couldn't, they, they didn't have that match on. So I didn't get to see how that went. Perfect um, match, match to start the show. Good. Uh, to get the crowd into it. The crowd, you know, the crowd was at a fever pitch anyway. It's right. the first time everybody's been out, right? right? So they're just ready to see some fucking wrestling. That match starts, a match I normally would not give a fuck about. But you get there, and it's a title match, and it's the first match of the pay-per-view. You're finally back at a wrestling event. Every fucking thing matters now. Right. And the ending of it, uh, the way Serena just, like, went nuts and got vicious as hell to beat Riho uh, was really good. It was a perfect way to kick the fucking show off. And we both picked Serena Deeb, so one to one going down. Then and we then get to the main card. Yep, opening match, which I thought was a damn good match. I enjoyed the hell out of this match. Uh, Brian Cage's fucking machine ring gear looks like fucking shit. It looks like a, hold on, you know what his ring gear looks like? When he's like his machine ring gear, it looks like a kid. Like one of my kids came out and like they got a hold of foil. And started wrapping their body up with foil and said, I'm going to come out. I'm a fucking robot. That's exactly what that. Like you, could, you know what? That shit looked as fake as, fuck, oh, what's, uh, what was the, didn't we just, oh, the uh, NWA, the Women's NWA Championship. That's the one that looks oh, like boy. it's all fake, right? Yeah. Like, that's, what, that's, what, that's the kind of metal that his machine gear looked like. Mm. Uh, but, dude, I love everything about this match. I'm an Adam Page fan. And, and you know what? Side note, breaking news, Adam Page announced this morning. Baby Page is on the way. Yep. 
Yeah, they got a baby. So congratulations to the hangman Adam Page. Whiskey Nights, he uh, didn't pull out, so baby on the way. Oh, wow. You just um, made their announcement very vulgar, but that is how babies are made, so I mean, carry on. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I enjoyed about the, It's going to happen, and it's going to happen sooner rather than later because I think it's been leading up to this. Um, even since the Sting and Darby Allen first match, Brian Cage is going to turn on Taz and the whole oh, team. Oh, yeah. It's and coming. I can't fucking wait for that. I've been it's waiting coming. for that for so long. I want Brian Cage to be on his own. I want him just to be out there just beating the shit out of people. I think eventually we get Brian Cage and Miro. Uh, and then I think we get Brian Cage and whoever's champion. Um, I think that's... that's by, I think by the end of the year, Brian Cage is a champion. Um, if he breaks up, if he turns on on Taz within... The, if he turns on Taz before All Out... Uh, I think by this time next year, we're definitely seeing Brian Cage as champion. Um, but other than that, you know, I thought it was a good match. Adam Page got the win, and I couldn't be happy. Adam Page, obviously, is one of my favorite wrestlers. and I, So I thought that was a damn good match to start the cart. So my drunk ass didn't see this match at all. Ugh. I thought, all right, the pay-per-view is about to start. They're going to kick it off with the Battle Royal, and I don't really give a fuck about the Battle Royal. Uh. So I went to getting that long-ass merch <laughs> line that they had. They only had one line for merch, Marty. No Sting gear at all. He had a new shirt and everything. And you know what I don't want to do? I don't want to pay 40 fucking dollars from Pro Wrestling Tees to get a shirt shipped to me. So I was like, oh, the shirts were cheap, too. They were like 20 bucks, I think. So I was like, I'm going to grab me a Sting shirt. And my wife's like, well, we've been in line this long. Go up there and make sure they got any first. I go up there. Guess they don't have a Sting shirt. The only shirts they had were... I was here, and fucking no more BS shirts. <laughs> they got the they got the Brock Lesnar I was here shirt. Yeah, and then a whole bunch of fucking uh, a whole bunch of like hats and turnbuckles and like paraphernalia like that. But they had basically, I mean, it could have been sold out, but they had no fucking shirts of like anybody you would want. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so I missed that entire match, but I heard it. I heard it was good. I heard Page won. So it was we two both picks. Got we Page both winning that one. Um, next match tag teams for the AEW Championship: the Young Bucks versus Kingston and Moxley. Again, another match. damn good match. Yep. Uh, like wow, and, and the fact you just said that, and, I, and you hate the Bucks, um, and I hate Eddie Kingston, and I felt like I actually enjoyed Eddie Kingston in this match. Yeah. Um, oh man, the, it, the crowd it, it, loved Eddie Kingston, by the way. And I believe it. They I, you can you can Eddie you Kingston. can tell that from the from the pay per view. Um, Bucks win. I thought it was a good match, a good outcome, good finish. Um, they beat the shit. I mean, it was. I couldn't believe they pinned Moxley. Right. Like I couldn't he, believe they just beat the shit out of him at the end and pinned him like that. Yep. Like I kept thinking he was gonna kick out, and then when he didn't, I was like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, it was like it was like I was waiting for him to kick out there and I was gonna pin. I'm like, oh, oh, they're gonna do it like that. Okay. Yeah, okay. it was like it was real like that was but the here's way the thing. that for, that's kind of the the strategy that they do the whole card. Like the one you wouldn't expect to take the pin or to expect to lose is the way it goes. Well, we'll I mean, I wouldn't that. mind we'll Moxley team later. getting pinned, right? But it was just the way, it, like, for the match itself. Yeah. The match was, like, it was fast-paced. It, it was, was hard-hitting. Like, it was going, it was going, it was going. And then all of a sudden, the last, like, 45 seconds was just them beating the shit out of Moxley and pinning him. with. And it wasn't even, like, a move. They just need him in the face at the same was time. There a, was there a time limit for that match? 
Yeah, all the title matches had 60-minute time. Oh, limit. 60, okay. Because it was 21 even. So my wife, you know, the card was long. and She was getting tired. And at the end, it was like Omega, the triple threat match. They go, a 60-minute time limit. She said, that don't mean they're going to wrestle for 60 minutes. I was like, no, <laughs> that's just the time limit. Like, she's ready to get the fuck out of there. Um, but, yeah. You're going to have this to get, like, a was, neck pillow so that she, like, just falls asleep in her spot right there. Yeah. This match was really good. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. It was fun to chant my negative things at the Young Bucks. Of course you of did. Because why wouldn't that, you? Because in front of a lot of people that the love the Young Bucks. You? Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. What a punk well, I mean, why wouldn't I? What a punk no, ass Can't bitch. nobody in that arena beat me up. There wasn't many people in there that couldn't have. Earthquake, earthquake would have turned around and beat your ass, man. What are we talking yeah, about? They could have jumped me. If they would have got me on the ground, it would have been over with. <laughs> uh, Casino Battle Royale for the future AEW World Championship. One, I don't get this win at all. Like, I get it because these guys, you know. People are behind him and stuff like that, but like out of everyone in this match, he's the least one I or he's the one I see the least being a contender for a championship match. I tell you what, that fucking crowd loved it. Oh, I know they do. They um, fucking loved your boy, him. the Joker, was your boy. Leo <laughs> Rush. He Leo came in, went right Rush. back out. Quick as he was in there, yeah, he was he eliminated. Oh, oh man, it was cool was to a- see him come out. His little fury he had at the beginning was good uh their battle royals are always good in aew that's one thing you can never say anything bad about that they do they are really good at booking battle royals i don't like the fucking the what the order that people come out three at a time and then one guy at the end and the joker's always the fucking surprise person that nobody knows which is unfair right (laughs) like like also you mean the 20 of us have to pick numbers but the guy that's fucking getting signed he just gets to come out last whatever (laughs) Um, but as far as the action, like it's always really good. The end with Christian and Jungle Boy was fantastic. Yep. Um, Which I I'm thought Christian sure. was going to win, and they let yeah, it. Everybody made you, it made you think that, you know. Yep. So I was like, oh, oh okay. That. So and we'll see what happens us, there. I mean, neither one of us picked Jungle Boy. I picked no. Leo Rush by proxy. <laughs> right. I picked TBA, and you picked. Christian. If Leo Rush would when he came out, I'm like, if he fucking wins right now, I'm gonna be so fucking pissed off. You had no <laughs> idea how pissed off I was about to be. He got a big pop too. I got a I got a good video of the uh of the entrance of him coming out and nice. more people liked him than what I thought. <clears throat> Cody Rhodes versus Anthony Agogo. So I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna be honest with you. This is probably my least favorite match of the entire card. Yeah, I didn't watch a lot of this one either. Uh I mean, I did, but I, like I said, I was intoxicated. Heavily. I didn't expect Cody to win. I thought he was gonna do the job. Uh, I love Cody, man. I do. Uh, but I feel like he's – he needs to take a break. He's over-exaggerating giving back, if that makes sense. Like after the match, when he's in the when the crowd, I don't know. It's, it's, it's starting to come off like it's forced, even though it shouldn't be. I don't he got know. A lot, he got a whole lot of Triple H energy going right now. Yeah. Like he's in charge. He does a long-ass entrance. He always has one of the longest fucking matches. He always has a big match. Like, I get it. You are the biggest star. I mean, he did have one. He actually had the second uh, fastest match. This time. By 10 seconds. But that's only because Agogo is, this is only his, like, fourth match. That's true. Uh, He probably couldn't couldn't go that long. But I don't know. Cody's just, like, he's, he's he's too out there. Like, 
when he got hurt last year and we he went away Cody for Hill. that. We need Hill Cody back. Yeah, when he went away for that TV show, I feel like he wasn't out of the spotlight long enough. Like I, Cody's one of those guys that's so is such a big personality that when he's always there, it gets stale, yeah. and you need to like miss him. So he needs to like leave well, for like three months and then just come back out hit, of man. nowhere. Paternity leave's gonna hit. He'll be gone for a little while. Yeah, um, but he'll be all over TV. It'll be the fucking TV show will be going. Him and Brandy at home. Oh, that's he'll true. still be you know doing promos and shit. Like he he won't go away. He's gonna go away, but he won't go away. Yeah. And if he just like cut everything off for like three months, and then you're watching a random fucking dynamite and his music hits, you'll be like, oh fuck, Cody's back, right? Yeah. Like. Agreed. But he's Agreed. just, I don't know, he's just too, you know. This is the first time in a long time I didn't give a fuck about Cody. Matter of fact, I booed Cody. I was oh, cheering shit. for a go-go this match. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I was yelling at people about how dumb it is to chant USA in the USA. Like, who are we chanting at? We're all fucking American here, basically. Oh, you know what? I'm glad you mentioned the chant. Not that one necessarily, but I know people hate like certain chant. Like, what? I know people hate that fucking chant, you know? What? <laughs> but this is awesome. has gotten so fucking annoying. This is awesome and uh, fight. Like forever. they have started. Like they started cheering. This is awesome. Like ten seconds into matches, they like, did a fight forever chant with uh, who was it? I want to think it was Deeb and Riho. And as good as the match is, it's like come on, like calm down. But I forgot what match was. But I can't get mad at people that, for like being 10, excited. It was like fifteen minutes, like not even like fifteen to thirty seconds in the match. It wasn't. It was like two, three minutes in the match. But nothing. They were literally laying on the match, like they were just wrestling, like like throwing against the ropes. Yeah. And they're like, "This is all." I'm like, "What is? It's a fucking match. Like, chill. Wait till something fucking that actually is awesome happens. You guys don't need to use the chant just to fucking use the chant. Quit trying to take over the show." And you know, we know, we know right, how fans so, are, especially at like Ring of Honor and, and like, these kind of things. Right. I was just about to say, normally, normally, you know, I'm like real critical about like fans trying to get themselves over and shit like this. I felt like this was a good crowd. Like, I felt like this wasn't a we're just here to try to steal the show. Right. I felt like everybody was just like the the fight forever shit. Yeah, it was annoying. But at the same time, like, we hadn't been out in forever. I feel like everybody was excited to be there. Yeah. Everybody was having a good time. There was no bullshit going on. Like, it was it was a really good crowd, and it was a lot of fun. So, normally, I'd, I'd shit on, like, the Marky Mark Marks. But <laughs> this was a really good fucking, it was a really good, like, I'm telling you, this was probably the most fun I've had at a show since I went to All In. Nice. And... So now AEW's got two of my favorite shows that I've ever been to. So for all you fuckers that say we hate on AEW all the time, why don't you fucking clip that shit and tweet it, you cock. I got some fucking asshole. <laughs> I posted a, a clip of Sting getting suplexed by Scorpio Sky. Uh-huh. And all I said was, we're going to talk about Double or Nothing tomorrow. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, look at you. They get a 65-year-old man and you think it's the greatest thing ever. But if WWE did it. And I'm like, do you even know who you're talking to? Like, I get accused of hating on AEW all the time. Now you're telling me I praised them? All I posted was a fucking clip of me being at the show, you cocksucker. Anyway. Miro versus Lance Archer with Roberts for the TNT Championship. I fucking love this match. Hard-hitting match. I know you didn't. I I think I saw you you didn't watch this match or something. 
or really watch yeah, I the missed, match? Yeah, I, uh, I had to go to the bathroom. Uh, but I, I, I enjoyed this I is like this, this match, match is quick. This match was this was this was the fastest match on the card. I was gonna say yeah because it was less we than had our minutes. own bathrooms up there, right? And I I stayed for like the first couple minutes of the intros and all that. I was like, all right, I'm gonna go take a leak right now. By the time I get back, it'll be in the middle of the match. And there's there's no lines or anything. Like I just had to go out, go across the little bridge they had, and go into the concourse area. And when I come back, I hear one, two. And I'm like, it's about to be a kick out. Three, ding, ding, ding. I'm like, what the fuck? Like this, I just you, missed the whole match. This was a damn good match. Um, this is probably my second favorite. Uh, what, probably yeah, probably my second because I, I love Paige and 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 Brian Cage, but I thought I liked the Miro and Lance Archer match even better. Um, this was exactly what I wanted it to be. This is the like I wanted them to just go at each other, and I enjoy I enjoy the hell out of this match, and I hope we get more Archer versus Miro, and I hope we get more Archer just be on the card. I I, I like Archer. I've always enjoyed him. Yeah. Um. I just want to see more of him, but I'm glad that Miro got the win. I'm glad Miro's looking dominant. Um, I think that was a good match. Uh, Miro in person, that motherfucker's huge. Like he came when Eddie Kingston said. like yelled his name out, and he came walking through the parking lot. He had like a tank top on. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've. I mean, I've seen big people in real life. I don't think that's I've ever you, seen that's why anybody's. Asked, that's why you hit the gym on vacation. You're like, fuck, I saw Miro. I don't think I've ever seen anybody's arms look that fucking big in real life, like, from where I was at. Like, he is jacked. Um, And I was up close with Brian Cage, and Brian Cage did not look as big as Miro did. He looked more muscular, but as far as big, and, like, Miro was just, Miro's just a cool motherfucker in person, too. I believe it. Just sunglasses on, not not selling shit. Uh, We gotta take one more break, Marty, and then we'll come back and finish up the show, because I gotta go take a leak. Uh... (laughs) So we'll be right back to finish up our Double or Nothing talk here on Boot to the Face. Do you experience digital eye strain from too much blue light exposure from digital screens? Baxter blue glasses are not your average frames. These blue light lenses filter 80% of the highest energy blue light, eliminating 99% of glare. The past year, we've all been glued to our devices more than ever. I know me for one, I've been doing more podcasting and reading to do research for those podcasts. Our exposure to digital light has soared, and our eyes and our sleep are suffering as a result. Baxter Blue is also a force for good and provides a pair of reading glasses for someone in need for every pair sold. This is eyewear built for our digital age, and Baxter Blue has given our listeners 10% off your next purchase of blue light, sleep, or kids' glasses. Click the link in our show notes for your exclusive discount. This is the sign that you've been waiting for to invest in blue light glasses. We know you will love your Baxters, and we know that you will feel the difference. Welcome. Welcome back. All right, all right, all right. We got the AEW Women's World Championship. Hot damn. So... Talked about I love Paige versus Cage, Miro versus Archer. My favorite match on the night: Britt Baker versus Karushita. Mm. I fucking loved everything about this match, from the Poor start Shida. to the match to the finish. Um, I love Sheeta. She's Sheeta. I, I I think Sheeta. Sheeta's always has been one of my favorite wrestlers. She's one of my favorite just wrestlers, not just female wrestlers. I enjoy her as a wrestler. Um, mm-hmm. Always have, and I th- yeah, I I 
think she's the probably. Just think real quick. Who's the champions? Yeah, she's my favorite. She's my favorite women's champion out of all organizations. Was. Uh, was. Was. Um, it was time, though. I think it's I think it's I think it's kind of uh, curious that they give her a brand new title, bigger, shinier title, just to give it to Brit three days later. But whatever, whatever. I'm you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna nitpick on shit like that. Fucking Tony, don't don't be. Just, it was, no, it made it made sense. It was the year anniversary I know. of I know. it. I'm just, I'm just, and she got to keep the little one. Now she can keep the little one Anyways. to represent her year long reign. They it did it with Steve time. Austin. You know. Fucking HBK had the winged eagle belt, and then the next night they give Austin the fucking big eagle. I know, and The Rock got the new, they got the WWE Championship after they beat Punk. I, you know, it happens. I get it. Uh, I think it's I, uh, I, I can't explain just how I love this fucking match. Britt yeah, Baker looks like a fucking star. She, like she is, but she looks like crowd, a fucking star. You know, they were they were kind of cheering for Sheeta a little bit, but I feel like Sheeta was just the baby face with no fucking home. Like yeah. she was the baby face with no support because Baker was cheating her and yeah, Rebel, right? like cheating like hell. But the crowd didn't give a fuck because she no. was just so over right now, man. Just and I don't know, like seeing her in person too. You realize she just she carries herself like a star too, like walking in the place. I can believe that, which, which could be a good thing or a bad thing. Um Depending on who you ask, Tim, I mean, at Tim the same C. point, like I feel like <laughs> I feel like she, if by if you say that, I feel like she also like kind of builds her character up outside of the ring too. Then, because yeah. if her character is somebody who's extremely overconfident and, and knows their their worth, and I feel like that's you know that's who she is. But the ending of this match was my favorite, and it had nothing to do with what happened. It had everything to do with the crowd. Um. I couldn't, from where I was at, the angle they were at, I couldn't see she to tap out. I saw it the next day that she was tapping on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. But I felt her tapping out because the crowd fucking exploded. And when Baker, like, took her hand with the glove and put it up, like, hey, I'm about to fuck her up, everybody, y'all ready? The crowd just goes, ah. Oh! And then when she did it and she started tapping out, yeah. That was uh, that was one of the biggest reactions of the night. Our boy EJ Reed said it seemed like it was quiet during that match. Which... I know. I saw that. And I'm like, I don't know where he got that from. Because when I watched it, it didn't seem quiet at all. It wasn't Maybe quiet he turn his volume arena. up, boy. Turn that volume up. Uh, speaking of the volume, they had the ring mic'd up so like loud. So you just heard where... all the thumps and slams? Man, it was, it was like actually kind of WWE? like. WWE? It was actually distracting for well, one because I'm drunk and like you know when you're drunk like little bitty shit you're like what the fuck is that? Um, well, you know who <laughs> but, does that too? Like WWE's kind of like that, but Ring of Honor amps that shit up too. Yeah. So like every bump, every stomp, every time somebody jumps and <clears throat> lands on their feet, <clears throat> it's just so fucking loud. But I mean that's that's not necessarily a critique. That's just something that I noticed that I yeah, had to get used observation. to from from fucking being back. In an arena, oh, um, dude, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Even as loud as I can be, I can't wait to hear my first slam on on a, on a mat. Like that first like reaction to the ring. Ugh, yeah. I can't wait, man. Um, your 15 year old Rutgers favorite match of all time. I'm just kidding, not all time, but uh, Darby Allen versus Sting defeats Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. I thought this was a decent match. It wasn't great. I'm not gonna lie. Sting I mean, looked the good. Guy's 62. Uh, 
So, I have but a story. this is this is one of the oh, this, like we talked about earlier. Why the fuck give why? one? I get this why Sting, first match. Back. I get why Sting had to get the pin or give the pin. I understand that one hundred percent. Why the fuck they got these Scorpio like that? Why fucking give the like the dude's been the one that has had the biggest momentum change and rise over the last two months out of anybody else on the card. He and got then pinned by Sting. Pin Sting. He got pinned by Sting. It's fine. Uh, he'll be all right. Like he'll live. Yeah, um, and then and it's not it's it's not thirty year old Sting. It's not Sting beating Ric Flair Sting. It's not Sting getting in the face of Macho Sting. It's just Sting fucking older than Undertaker Sting. Like, come on, bro. Really? They couldn't give. They couldn't make Ethan Page get the get the fucking pin. Well, I'm about to tell you why. Ethan Page and Darby Allen go way back. Like they hate each other. Right. Get federation that. from Federation. Right. So that's why those two. Uh, we're doing their thing as this was happening. I'm so mad that when Ethan Page picked Darby Allen up, I said, oh, this is about to be cool. Let me record it. I was like, nah, I don't want to be the guy recording every fucking thing, right? He took that motherfucker and threw <laughs> him. He threw that bitch to Orlando. Like, that motherfucker uh, <laughs> should be in the Olympics this summer for the <laughs> fucking shot put. Like, that bitch. He threw he him from Jacksonville to Orlando. <laughs> and... I was just well, sitting there. It looked like he was trying to cast off. trying to cast off his book, trying to catch a Marlin. But I'm going to tell you an embarrassing story. Oh, um, you screamed! Did you scream? You did. So did Leanne get a video of you screaming for his entrance? She was. She she actually had left. Damn it, Leanne! You had happened. you had one job. So one entrance, job. No, she left right after the intros, which I was oh. fine during the intros, right? Um, but then they they start brawling. She's like, "I'll be back. I'm going to go to the bathroom." Mm. Scorpio Sky and Sting are on the, the entranceway. And Scorpio Sky suplexes a man at 62 with spinal stenosis onto the stage. And we're all like, no. Like, me and the guy next to each other, you know how you're, like, grabbing each other. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like that, uh, like Joe Rogan and uh, that little meme. The, we're yes. all like, no, 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 no. What is he doing? What is he doing? And Sting hits the ground. And I'm like, oh my god! Like I had filmed the suplex, and then yeah. I immediately stopped it because I was just like, wait, what? I don't want his death on camera right now. So, well, the the picture I have is actually a live picture, so I didn't technically film yeah, it. I took gotcha. a picture of it, but I turned it into a video, which I didn't know you could do that. By the way, if you got an iPhone, um, so he hits the ground, and then he gets up, right? Like Nell sells it. Mm-hmm. I stood up. I'm like, he got up, and everybody. <laughs> Everybody else is like freaking out. And then he goes over there. The crowd stands up. I'm like, yeah. Hey, fucking guys start beating on my chest like I'm Sting. And I'm just like, at that moment, I'm like, I'm so glad my wife isn't here to witness this shit. Because I just turned into a 12-year-old. And when he walked over and like got behind, like I was, I was talking so much. I had my Sting shirt on. Like I'm pointing at the fucking Scorpion to everybody. Like, you see this I'm, shit? I'm from day one. See, I'm a real Sting <laughs> fan. <laughs> Man, I, I lost fake my ass. Mark, who just bought the I'm shirt telling off the you, shelf. like my fucking chest hurt so bad for like the next 45 minutes from hitting myself so hard, and I don't know. I you know the match was what it was. Sting's 62. He can't fucking carry a match like he used to be able to. But they they did it perfectly. They put him in a tag team. He gets in in little spurts. He takes a couple bumps. Uh, I thought Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky came off looking like fucking stars. They Damn did right. Like, they did. The moment wasn't too big for them to be in there, and it shouldn't be. Like you said, Stink 62. Like, yeah, he's an icon, but these are like two up-and-coming fucking superstars. 
Darby Allen fucking looked like Darby Allen all the time. Tiny his, as hell in his, person. His, uh, I have to have a spot every match is starting to get annoying. I'm not going to lie. That's what he does, though. I know, but it's getting annoying. That's what, it's annoying, that's what makes it's annoying when face. Shane does it. It's annoying when Kevin Owens does it. It's. I'm just saying, it's getting annoying. Like, the finish okay, was I fantastic. Get it. What? Um, Sting did the little fucking, uh, I don't even know what the move is called, where you jump on the guy and you do like the sunset flip power bomb. Mm-hmm. He did that shit. I was like, I was like, look at this old motherfucker. I mean, it didn't look good, but I was like, look at him. <laughs> look at this guy. Um, if the finish was, was good with fucking, uh, right for all used to keeping track. The finish was good with Scorpio trying to hit the cutter and Sting fucking countering it just like he did DDP a couple mm-hmm. times. Uh, secondly, somebody tweeted out, maybe the Undertaker didn't want to wrestle Sting because the Undertaker wouldn't be able to keep up with him. And I felt that shit. Because the Undertaker looks like trash. Sting actually looked good. Um, so, fuck the Undertaker. Great match. I loved it. Like, just, I'm telling you. When I tell you I was like a little fucking kid when he got up, Marty. Because I was just like, oh my god. Like, he's about to die. No, we we all heard you on the pay-per-view. Your, your volume came up over everybody. That's I was like, I'm, oh... Rucker's there. You know how mad I was that like they didn't pan across the crowd and see me like beating on my chest. I'm pretty sure I was like, uh, if the camera would have been on me, they like we gotta get this motherfucker. But yeah, it was. Uh, you know how was, you know how like you like you hear thunder and all that and like lightning's about further out. You know. Yeah. I you can like, you can see the fans, but then you hear the thunder of Rucker, <laughs> and I'm like, where's that bitch at? He's gotta be somewhere close by. Um, so that was a good match. It was, you know, it was better than I thought it would be, but you know, it was what it is. I was, I just, I was, I think that because Scorpio took the pin, that's kind of why I'm like, oh fuck this. Um, but other than that, I still enjoyed it. Next, we have the triple threat match for the AEW World Championship: Kenny Omega, Pac, and freshly squeezed himself, Orange Cassidy. I think I might have made. I think Sarah might be an Orange Cassidy fan now. I think she might be an Orange Cassidy fan. Now. I think I got her sold on him. But yeah, that's uh, funny. You think you got her sold on him when like a year ago? Shut up! Like, I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> I told you, I don't get it. I'm, like, I'm gonna go pull sucks. my shirt out. I'm gonna go pull my shirt out right now. I'm making you wear the shirt right now. <laughs> I'm like this. I'm like this shit. He does. It. I used to irritate the shit out of me. Now I fucking love it. And then he started doing the fucking little kicks, and she wasn't paying attention. I'm like, no. You watch this. <laughs> so I fucking rewound it, and I fucking put um, it on again. And she started, and she watched it, and it's like, wow. Really? I've I'm seen like, him yeah. wrestle now in person twice. And the guy is so fucking fast. Like, it's it's so impressive to watch somebody be that fast. And be that lazy. And do, and do no, and, and be like that good. Yeah. Like, he's not fast and reckless. No. He's, he's like, like fast, fast and good. And precise. Yeah. And just to, to see that shit in person. Along with the cr- the crowd wanted him to win, man. Oh, it was um, the perfect time, dude. Like I thought he was going to win too, and I'm like, oh shit, and, oh fuck. When <sighs> when Don Callis pulled the referee out after he hit the orange punch, and the crowd starts chanting, "Fuck you, Don! Fuck you, Don!" That was the point where I started looking around. I remember seeing probably two kids there in the whole arena. So by the way, AEW. They don't go for being kid friendly. No. Like an AEW crowd is definitely a more grown up crowd. So if you're into more grown up wrestling, obviously you would know that if you listen to a wrestling podcast. AEW is the place to go. Don't take your kids there because there's going to be all kind of chants from a bunch of motherfuckers that have been in their mom's basement for a long time. And some shit you're not going to want your kids to hear. 
Um, and I felt bad because the little boy that was back there closest to us, like, he was just like the most Earbuds. innocent, like, yeah, he was just oh, the most innocent little, little kid. kid that was like cheering for stuff and wanted he, well, the good guys to win. Allen and he's got a little skateboard. Yeah, exactly. He just wants the good guys to win and he just wants to have a good time. And then oh. everybody's like chanting, fuck you at somebody. But it happens. Um, but Orange Cassidy in this match, man, the crowd wanted it's him gonna, to win so bad. I'm telling you right now, it's happening all out. It's going to be Omega. It's going to be Cassidy one on one. What's uh, what's Pac's moves name? The the the, the movie black, goes off the top rope. The Black Arrow. To see that fucking thing in person, dude, that thing is fucking amazing, right? He, I've seen, says, I've seen him do that at, he must at, have at been, Raw and uh, SmackDown before. Uh, dude, that shit is fucking fantastic. Like it's so fucking crazy watching that thing happen yeah. live. My wife said he must have been on the swim team when he was, or the diving team. Yeah, I, I guess, which yeah. I could see it as soon as she said that. I was like, yeah, that makes sense because he did he did it twice, mm-hmm. right? And yep. both times, fucking perfect. And I'm just like, you can't be a heel and do a move that pretty. Like, well, that's because <laughs> I, I, because uh, I've told her, I told Sarah, like, you know, um, before he left WWE, he had a feud with Cody because he was like a superhero, and that's when Cody was Stardust, and he had a tag team match with uh, with Stephen Amell as his tag team partner. I'm like the dude, like the guy is fucking like he's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I I I can't stand the dude, but he his move set is fantastic. I, I think it's great. Um, but no, that was I thought it was actually a really good. I thought it was a damn good match. Oh mm-hmm. man, I can't I want I can't wait for Cassidy to win that title, man. Uh, I honestly gonna thought he was gonna they 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 did it perfectly to where you thought he was gonna win mm-hmm. multiple times, and then Omega just out of nowhere, boom. Roll. Like pulls the pin out, and it's like fuck. And it's just gonna I build wasn't... up. So you know how? We, okay, we talk about Britt Baker winning the championship, right? Like this is leading up. It's setting things up so when he wins that title, holy fuck, that place is gonna go crazy, man. Chicago is gonna lose its shit when he wins that I'll, title. I'll tell you this: when Omega made the pin, and the match was over. I was more disappointed that the match was over than I was that Omega won. I get that. Because it was so much fun, that fucking match. And then, like, in the blink of an eye, the match is over. Seriously. Like, there was no, like, lead up to it. There was You thought Cassidy was going to win. Omega kicked out. And you, like, you exhale a little bit. And then he by didn't the time even kick out. Back in, he just, like, rolled him into a pin. Yeah. And it was over. It's like, oh. What, what, oh. Yeah. Oh, it okay. just out of nowhere. And it's like, well, fuck. The match is over now. Like, I'm not ready. Like, it was... <laughs> It was just getting to like the crescendo of it, and right. then they ended it. So, just a, another great like it wasn't really a bad match on the card, except for maybe Cody and Gogo, and that one was that one was more like crowd emotional than it was right, which most Cody matches are. Like it's always about the story with his matches. So they just they did a good job with this fucking pay per view. After this match, I get up to go to the bathroom, um, and I'm thinking. I guess the inner circle match isn't happening. And I come back and they're doing the the uh the vignette. And where we're sitting at, there's this huge fan blocking half of the big screen. Mm-hmm. So we we already know that the fucking match is going to be on the big screen. So I tell my wife, I'm like, "Let's go stand up in the uh in the concourse area and we'll stand right in front of the screen." Right? So we go over there. A bunch of people like from our section go over there. Security's telling us you can't stand here. Yeah, go back to your seats. I'm like, I'm not going back to my seat. I can't see, right? You got one screen in here, and I can't fucking see. I'm not going back to my seat. So we go as far as they're telling us to go. Just so happens to be 
right where your boys are going to come out later. So my wife is like, well, I'm going to go down. I can't remember what she was going to do. She went downstairs for some reason and they wouldn't let her come back up. And they told her, you can't go back up because something's about to happen. About this time, I have to pee again. I got two white claws in my hand, right? Because I'm drunk. You know, the cap is off. Uh, I walk over the little bridge and I see all these cameramen right there. And, you know, I'm like an FBI agent when I'm drunk. I'm like, wait a second. Fucking these, motherfuckers, up. these motherfuckers weren't here all night long. Like, something is about to happen. Something right? is amiss. So then I go uh, into the little concourse area where there's like a... It's like a club area that separates Daly's Place and the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium. So you, this is where we had to go and go to the bathroom. And security and police officers are kicking people out of there. And as they're kicking people out, I just walked right behind them because I had to pee. I was not trying to hear that shit. I'm like, look, whatever. So I go in and I go to the bathroom and I'm like, clearly something's about to happen here. And all night long, before you get to the bathroom, there was this curtain Right here that I had no clue what the curtain was for. Mm-hmm. It was just a curtain standing up. <clears throat> well, I found out when I came out of the bathroom. Because MJF and Jericho are standing there. And MJF like walks out, looks at me, throws his fucking hands up. Like, there's a guy here with a fucking white claw. And I said, yeah, and it's pretty fucking good, too. And he goes, won't you go back to your fucking seat? Jericho told said, you this? No, MJF said this. Oh. He's like, I said, keep it up, little man. These hands ain't kayfabe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> And I thought, man, that was clever as shit, right? And so, you know, obviously he's just fucking around with me. I'm right. I'm like, I'm going to go back to my seat, whatever. I'm not going back to my seat. I'm going right where security lets me go. So I stand there. Eventually they spill out. I get the little video. Um, it's fantastic. They're coming back, fighting. And then I go downstairs, finally. Leanne's down there. The inner circle's like hanging out. Uh, back there so they can all go out and celebrate the win and shit like that but it was a cool little like behind the scenes thing and a fun little interaction with mjf just because he was yelling at me because i had to pee that's fantastic fuck mjf um by the way this was you get the new these hands ain't kayfabe shirt at uh teespring (laughs) pretty soon dude because we're definitely gonna jd hoop we need to get you on yes jd hoop you're on (laughs) you're on task like that that shit that boy's on retainer bro you you be (laughs) we need a these hands ain't kayfabe we need a fucking you know what that shit was said here first we're gonna fucking trademark that shit trademark um pending registered i didn't see any of this match uh, like I mean, we saw oh, yeah, it, but I didn't see yeah. it. Yeah, because uh, I was going back and match. forth to the bathroom, and I, I thought I thought it was better than last year's match. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, fucking Tully coming out and having his sleeves off, cut off shirt. <laughs> fucking oh Tully, God. dude. Did you like, see that picture of him standing back. there with his hands on his hip? Uh, <laughs> just keep your ass in the back. I the love fuck Tully. You, like, you have Tully's no point. You have no reason for you to be out there right now. Yeah, uh, once he poured the drinks for everybody, at the and table. then I saw the. Uh, the fucking golf cart. You saw, you just saw the golf cart getting happening, and you're like, of course it'd be Sammy. Really, really, because we we're going. Obviously, we're going to throw it back to last year, and then fucking J, you know, Jr. had to make reference to it. Um, I thought it was a good match. I loved it. Sammy gained the win. It only makes sense considering he was the one that fucking for, uh, surrendered at the last match. Um, but uh, I thought it was a good match. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the match. Oh, yeah. Um, what I did see of it, I enjoyed. Like I said, I missed 
a good portion of it going back. By it was the end of the night. By that time, man, piss is coming out one way or the other. Um, so I'm back and forth to the bathroom. Like I said, I had my little MJF interaction, uh, and it was just it was fun. It was fun. Uh, a good fucking show to go to. I'm glad that we went. We weren't gonna originally go. Uh, my son ended up getting vaccinated, which was good. We're fully vaccinated. I'm real glad we went. Like I wish, I wish everybody could have went to it. That's a wrestling fan because it was a shitload of fun to go to. So I'm excited to go to the next one. Are you going to Chicago? <sighs> Don't go to Chicago, man. Go to the Bahamas. I'm uh go to the Bahamas. Know, me, and my wife, me and my wife are supposed to go to New York that weekend or the weekend after. Perfect. And go to New she York. said she said we can go to Chicago if you want to. But I'm like That's your anniversary too, right? Yeah. Yeah, go take her to New York, man. Take her to so, New York. Because here's the thing, y'all ain't never been to New York outside of a wrestling event. Right. So now y'all go to New York and enjoy New York for what it is, man. But then again, I'll be honest with you, unless things start opening up in New York and things start returning, it may not, it may be a good time to not to skip out New York because I've had a lot of customers that have moved in, moved out from New York uh, and I have friends that still live there. And like some parts of New York is still like completely dead. Um, but I don't know, man. Go to New York. And then come uh, in October or you guys just postpone your trip to New York and just make a trip to uh, Miami and, and Bahamas on a cruise. In October. So here's the thing. I would love to do like a wrestling trip like by myself because I know my wife doesn't like a lot of the shit that we do. But she wants to go and I know she gets bored with it. But we also saw some stuff this weekend where she's like, you're never going to one of these by yourself. Uh, We'll have to talk about off air. Perfect. Um, (laughs) And like I would love to like go and just like lose my shit at some of this stuff but I know she's like no you're not going by yourself but then at the same time it's like you're bored though um so we'll see she said yeah we could probably go to Chicago but I don't want to waste our anniversary in Chicago again like we did the last time so maybe we can do something uh one way or the other that's but uh also after the show hoops driving us back we're in the parking lot. It's standstill, and we turned into the biggest assholes. Like, we told so many people that Kenny Omega sucked as they were walking by our car. I'm on one side of the car. David Kyle's on the other side, like, in the back seat. Timmy sees him in the fucking hatchback trunk with his fucking summer suit on. Oh, God. His wife is in between us, and then Hoop and my wife are in the front seat sober, just embarrassed as hell. Everybody, hey, you know Kenny Omega sucks, right? Kenny Omega, that's all we have. And, and this guy walked by dressed like the Macho Man, like full Macho Man. I'm like, hey, Macho Man, give me a Slim Jim, motherfucker. <laughs> and he turns around and says something like, I got your Slim Jim right here, and flips me the bird. And the hoop goes, Roger got punked by a guy dressed like the Macho Man. I'm like, yeah, I did. Um, it was fun, man. It was just fun to be back out in public acting like you're not a grown-up for once. So... That's awesome. Uh, we're glad you all had a good time. Sounds like it was a fantastic time. I uh, can't wait till they open up and I can get, I can get to my first show. Hopefully, September, August for SummerSlam is what I'm on my radar. Uh, weather, oh, new room. It might even be in LA now. So, even better. Oh, wow. Um, well, if it is, hmm. Hmm. Oh. Hey, it's like two weeks um, before your anniversary, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, 
I like how we said this was going to be a short show, Marcus. Right. <laughs> we're we're I, like an hour and a half. Maybe we ain't um, recording this Sunday. Maybe we're just doing this all right here. <laughs> I can, I'm still good for Sunday. I'll talk wrestling some more. I am as well. Um, so we we will skip the shout outs and all the pleasantries and all that, and just tell you thank you for tuning in. This has been Boo to the Face, the Double or Nothing Review Show. Hopefully you were entertained. Of course you were. You get to hear about drunk Rucker beating on his chest like a dumbass. Who wouldn't like that? Who um, doesn't like hearing Rucker game punked by Macho Man? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, for Marty, I'm did he hold on? Did he at least say it in a Macho voice? He was doing the Macho voice before that, and then uh, when I said, "Give me a Slim Jim, motherfucker!" Like his real voice came out. He was uh, like, "Who the bitch. fuck are you talking to?" She'd be like, "Who uh, you dare break fucking character? You keep that shit rolling." <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I don't know if you heard these hands ain't kayfabe, Macho. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, boot to the face. This has been the Double or Nothing review show. We will see you again this weekend. We are finally getting back to our regularly scheduled program. Shout out to everybody that's listening. See you. Peace. Later. It's the crew of the year that y'all loving to hate. If you fucking with the team, you catch a boot to the face. Rebound from the boot, I hit the Irish whip. Don't be mad, cause we know your podcast ain't shit. Stop hating, motherfucker. You know he the man. RJ gon' hit you with that ringside rant. And them two hard hitters repping Montreal. Godfathers of the crew, making sure we ball. If you still wanna hate, it's no saving ya. You might get beat. I'm talking mania Listen to the whole team across body of work It'll make you realize that you should have been first And me, I cause chaos everywhere that I go 80 proof and no less got me ready to throw Don't step to the mic unless you want that smoke FPC, the whole team is like a knife to your throat Yeah!